are listening to Changing Careers, a podcast about how MBA careers are changing and how MBAs change their careers. I am Conrad Chua. It's been two months since my last episode. For someone who is cranking out a show every two weeks, this hiatus has felt like an eternity. I have to admit, the pause was very much down to how I was coping with the changes brought forth by COVID-19 during this time. As you know, I have responsibility for a team who run all aspects of the MBA program for about 200 students here at the University of Cambridge Church Business School. And I've ridden the full roller coaster of emotions since COVID-19 first broke out. I had to respond to valid student concerns about how we're going to safeguard the health and safety when taking exams in lecture halls. We had to work with students and clients to quickly convert their consulting projects from in-person to remote formats. And we're still working with students on the careers front, all the while building next year's class when, in the beginning, we were unable to answer many of their questions. Thankfully, the situation has stabilized somewhat, so we have more certainty about what we'll be doing. We're working to welcome our new class in person in September. Teaching will be different as we're taking the lessons we've learned these past few months and teach some of our material online. This will complement our in-person teaching, which will be done in smaller groups to give more time for discussion. Like every other organization, we've had to do all this while adjusting to working from home. I packed as much as I could from my office before the school closed for lockdown, and I was also lucky we had enough computing devices in the house to share with my daughter who had to do home-based learning. What I found after three months working from home, and what I want to talk uh, to you about today, is just how important it is to look after your mental health and that of your team members. Now, I'm not saying that I had ignored mental health of my team before COVID-19 hit. On the contrary, I think the school and the university have a lot of strong support resources for staff and students. But COVID-19 exposed everybody to all kinds of unexpected stress. Suddenly, you had to become your own IT, AV facilities, and catering manager all in your own home. For me and many of my team, we had to do this while being home educators and finding out schools have changed how math and language are taught. Yes, I now know what a fronted adverbial is. While collaboration tools and software like Zoom might have saved a huge chunk of global GDP, we're all still learning how to work with each other in this new environment. It's more difficult to resolve points of disagreement when you don't have those non-verbal cues. And all that difficulty adds to the stress of not knowing when the current situation is going to improve. I've seen the stress in my team and our students. I've been in stressful work situations before, but COVID-19 has been different. There was the sense of isolation because everyone is working from home. Everything is turned on its head, and we're all trying to figure out new norms of working and socializing. While there's a definitely a better appreciation now of the stress that individuals face, I also see a shift in how people are relating to each other professionally. I moved to the UK about 12 years ago, but until now, I've still never felt comfortable when someone asked me, how am I doing, when we meet for the first time in the day. I used to think that how I'm feeling that day, or my emotions, should really not be brought into the workplace. I also did not want to share my personal frustrations or anger because I thought that would make me come across as a bit weak. 
So I've always brushed that question aside with a quick, I'm fine, how are you, let's just move on to the meeting agenda. It took me a while to figure out that in the UK, a question like how you're doing really just, was really just a polite formality. And no one actually expected you to answer in great detail. In fact, I learned that many Brits would be horrified if you actually offloaded your personal answer on them. But in this strange COVID-19 landscape that we find ourselves in, a simple question like, how are you doing, takes on a completely different tone. I've shared with people my own personal frustrations, and people have been a lot more willing to talk about the stress that they're facing. I think a lot of it is because there's this recognition that for the first time in um, living memory, we as a world are going through something pretty much together and suffering together. There might be a limit to what we can do to help each other, but just that short discussion about our personal emotions has greatly improved our social connections and discussions in the workplace. Now, why am I saying this on a podcast about changing careers? It's because until you look after your mental health, you'll not be able to focus on the work needed to change your career. Changing your career requires you to take big steps in embracing risk, learning new skills, changing your routines. All these steps feel so much more insurmountable if you're not looking after your mental health. If you're in that situation, reach out to the right people in your school, in your workplace, or your family to talk about how you can cope and turn things around, and seek professional help if you need to. A lot will change in the workplace in the post-COVID-19 era, but I hope we keep this better appreciation of emotions and mental health. It's something that will help individuals and organizations. If you have comments, you can tweet me at conradchua 16 or DM me on Instagram. I'm C-H-U-A-K-H over there. Till next time, this is Conrad Chua on Changing Careers. Mm-hmm.